0: another session of Winning Words where we speak life to influence others, to influence you and I. This is Ross Gelseth, your host, and this is our 49th podcast that we have produced over the course of the past two years. Today's topic is a topic that I have studied and have become very familiar with and have used as a foundational principle in my life. My life no better than yours. But today, I want to speak to you about speaking life. Speaking life is a verb. It's an activity. It's a choice. It's to do. So we're going to talk about speaking life in the context of, first of all, meaning who, what, When? Why? And so sit back and let me share with you what I have learned over the course of many years of being with people, around people, together with people, and how this concept of speaking life affects others. The meaning of speaking life or speak life, it says to speak life means to give words of hope, encouragement, edification, support, and love. Let me repeat that. To speak life means to give words of hope, that's a positive, encouragement, that's a positive, edification, that's a positive, Support is a positive, and love, that's a big positive. Think this thought. Your words of encouragement to others can make a profound difference as to whether or not someone in your circle of influence, we all have circles of influence, I'd ask that you consider your circle of influence. But your words of encouragement make a difference as to whether or not someone quits or presses on. In other words, you have key words and your choice of words can make a difference in how others respond in the midst of decisions and challenging times. Simply stated, the words we speak Key word, speak life, speaking life. The words that you and I speak have consequences. In the book of Proverbs, in the Bible, chapter 30, verse 32. Do not confess that negative thoughts in your mind. Rather, speak life to every situation around you. Rather, speak life to every situation around you. In other words, before we just speak negatively about something, consider for a moment the situation and how you can speak life about, into, and through that situation. In other words, you're just looking for the positive side and then you're going to speak about it. Now, in that regard, let's talk about these circles of influence that we have. First and foremost, I would say you. In order for you to speak life to others, you've got to be speaking life to yourself. You've got to be a person that sees hope, feels encouragement, feels that you've been edified, you've been affirmed, you feel support, and you feel love. Because, from my perspective, you cannot feed out of an empty basket. You can't be running on empty and be giving gasoline away, even though as expensive as it is right now, you wouldn't give it away anyway. But the point is, you've got to have a full reservoir in order to overflow into others. So first and foremost, you put yourself in a good spot every day so that you can see things for the best. In this regard, with family, here's what I've learned. I grew up in a relatively small family, parents, one sister. We had a relatively small family. My wife and I had two sons, relatively small family. But regardless of whether or not your family is small or large, the principles that are hammered and handed are done so on the anvil of everyday living. So family is a place where our words affect our spouse, our children, our grandchildren every day. Family is also a place where character traits are sculptured under the watchful eyes of moms and dads. Moms and dad have profound influence over their family because they are not just speaking life and truth into people, but they're also forming in young ones the character traits that are sculptured over time. Here are a few if you think about what parents are handing off to their children. And to one another, by the way. Things like determination. Stick with it. Honesty. Speak and live the truth. Responsibility. Be dependable. Be trustworthy. Thoughtfulness. Think of others better than yourself. Confidentiality. Seal your lips at times. We also teach punctuality. Be on time. Children learn to be on time from their fathers and their mothers. Self-control. This is a big one. When under stress, stay calm. This is one of the character principles that parents can exude to their children. And what happens? Children become... People of self-control. Patience. Sometimes we have to be willing to wait. Purity. Stay away from those things that subtract from who you are. That take away from who you are. Don't let anything lower your standards. Remain pure. Two more. That parents pour into their children in terms of character qualities compassion. Be sensitive to others around you. Feel with them. When they are down, so to speak, when they are discouraged, when they are at wit's end, come alongside with compassion. Feel for them. And then one more, and this is one that I've learned over the course of 70 years, diligence. To be diligent, is to work hard and to tough it out. So all of those are character qualities that are honed in, so to speak, and developed over time. Character does not get developed overnight. It happens over time. Now, let me share with you a couple of thoughts regarding fathering And how speaking life impacts my own two sons. I remember when the boys were little, I would go into their rooms at night and say prayers. And never once did I say prayers or words of discouragement, of you better do better. You're not doing well enough. You fell short. Instead, prayer time was a time where I could choose to speak life and choose words that affirmed my sons. I remember saying things like, Someday, Brandon, you will be a great man. Or, Tyler, you will be a great leader in time." What were those words? Those words were a choice that I made. I had an opportunity to make. And then I spoke them over my sons. And I prayed them over my sons. And so in that regard, we think of speaking life with family. And there's no better arena than one-on-one. When you are with a family member, you have opportunity to be there for them. Be where your feet are. Be present. The other means by which we can speak life is in writing notes. I've spoken about this before to people and in podcasts. But I'm a firm believer that there's a power in a handwritten note And periodically, I will send notes to my grandchildren in the mail. And the note, some of them can't read it, but their parent can read them. And never once do I send a handwritten note with venom and negativity in it. It's always a note of affirmation, support, and love. It's a note of hope and encouragement. So writing notes becomes another means by which we can speak life to people. So that's family, those closest to you. The second group is friends and close colleagues, people that you connect with and people that you associate with that are friends to you and you're a friend to them. Now, You've probably heard the expression, to gain a friend, you've got to be a friend. So being a friend is an active participation. Being a friend is being available to people. And what are most people looking for in a friend? They're looking for someone who cares about them. They're looking for someone who has a concern for them. They're looking for someone who will be positive around them. They're looking for someone that will listen to them. And then they're looking for someone that will speak with genuine concern and compassion. Part of speaking life is to speak with genuine concern and compassion for another. If you think of a situation where a friend, you can sense when your friend is down, when they're discouraged. In that context, they need someone who will come alongside of them in that season. It might be a day, it might be a week, it might be weeks after the loss of a loved one or something very difficult has happened, but they need a friend, a person who would genuinely pull up alongside of them in the chair, alongside, and speak with genuine concern and compassion. In order to speak with compassion, you've got to have empathy for others. Empathy for others happens because you're close enough to feel how someone else is feeling, and then you can speak life into that feeling. What are you learning from being around a person who's struggling? Well, in that, you develop empathy for their situation, for them in that season. And because you have empathy, you can speak with compassion. Now, let's talk about another circle of influence. So we talked about family, We talk about friends. Now let's talk about a group of people that you don't know, which are what I call, in today's vernacular, strangers. How can you speak life into strangers? So let me give you a first one. You're walking into a grocery store or a post office or a building Or you're walking on a sidewalk headed somewhere and you're going to meet someone. You can feel in proximity someone approaching you. You're approaching people. First means to speak life. You don't have to say anything. You simply make eye contact. When you make eye contact with a person you don't know, you're sending a signal that's powerful. And the signal is you recognize them, you value them by your eye contact. So it starts by making eye contact and your eye contact will typically tell you how they are doing. We learn a lot from our eyes by seeing. And in that regard, Strangers need empathy as well. They need love as well. And in my book, Winning Words, where I speak to relationships, I write about the power of words and love. So here you are in a circle of influence with strangers. One of my core beliefs... Ross says speaking here, is that people and teams, groups of people, need words of encouragement. They need words of support, acknowledgement. So when you make eye contact, you're acknowledging before you even study anything. They need affirmation. They need applause. They need to be caught doing things well. So let's go back to this situation of walking and you see a stranger. You walk into a room filled with strangers. Sometimes isn't that an uncomfortable feeling that you walk into a room you don't know anybody? But I'll tell you how that room can become filled with life by being life. And here's what it says in the Proverbs 27. speaks to, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Sometimes, saying things in truth is the best thing you can do for someone. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. The same is true with strangers. When you meet people, you have an opportunity to get to know them. So beyond making eye contact, the next thing when walking into a group and or an individual you don't know, see yourself speaking to them as compared to walking by them. A hello with a smile goes a long way towards opening opportunity for relationship. And with relationship, we have opportunity to speak life. So it starts by eye contact. It starts by verbally acknowledging. As And you have a choice every day. You can walk by people or you can slow your pace. You can say hello. You can smile. You can use eye contact. And in all of those situations, you are establishing that the other person is a person of value. So, when working with and coming into contact with people you don't know, I learned early in my coaching career that people respond to positives. My players in high school and college football, where I coached for 35 years, my players, our players, responded much better to encouragement than they did discouragement. That is true of family, friends, and strangers. People respond to those who clearly and communicate, consistently communicate a message that you care that you appreciate their effort, and sometimes you noticed improvement. In this regard, there are words and words of love. And in this podcast, I want to emphasize that your circles of influence are going to be a part of your day today. There's no doubt that you're going to be a person that has opportunity to speak life into others today. Your family, your friends, and those that you don't know well. And you know what's intriguing? People that you don't know well, five months or five years from now, can become one of your best friends and I would predict they would become your best friend, potentially, because you've spoken life into them. They want to be around you. And in each of those situations, think of yourself as the person that you want to meet. What do you want to be perceived as? The person you meet is yourself in a room, at a gas pump, at a store's checkout line. As I started this broadcast, when you're feeling good about yourself, then you become the person that others meet. And so in this process of speaking life to others, it's so important that we realize the power of influence we all have. You might be listening to this. And you might think, well, I don't have very much influence. If you have influence over one, you have influence. And you can play the influence game better than anybody else. Because you can be the very best friend, colleague, or family member that a person will come in contact with that day. And on that day, they need someone like you. They need someone who will speak life into them. So, again, speaking life is a verb. And so, as we look at this process, I want to close with an acknowledgement of my friend, Bob Abstin. Bob was a friend and a colleague at Life Krishna Academy. He was our high school principal, but more than that, he was a man of God. And during his tenure with us at Life Christian Academy, we developed, as an administrative team, core values. And Bob, with his pastor's heart, was the person to help create these core values. The first of which was love God. And loving God is an affirmation of who you are as a person because you believe in something greater than yourself. The last time I checked, God was much greater than Ross Chelsea. So loving God was the first core principle, core value. Loving others. So take the love we have for God and share it with others. Love others. The third core value was speak life, which we have spoken to right here. Speak life means using positive words that encourage and uplift. Not only in face-to-face conversations, but in correspondence on social media and other arenas of life. Speaking life, speaking encouragement, uplift. And the last was pray powerful prayers. And that was Bob's way of urging all of us to pray, but to pray that we would be the people that were aware of the needs of others, praying for others, edifying others, and lifting them up in prayer. These core values were painted on the walls of our school. These core values were on print materials that we sent out to families, students, prospective students, and into our community. Now, today as I wrap this up, I want to encourage you, be the very best speak life advocate that you can be. Advocate means you fly the flag for something you're supportive of. And I would say to you, speaking life is one of the best means by which you can be the very best person that you can be today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. But if you pause for a moment and think, where are your circles of influence? Yours are very much the same as mine. Different people, but same circles. Here they are again family, friends, strangers, those that you don't know. We've covered today the essence of speaking life. And speaking life, in my opinion, works in every room, in every gathering, in every workplace. Be the person that chooses to come alongside of others by being positive positive listening, and then speaking with concern and compassion for others. It's my hope and prayer that our world gets better today because you, my listening audience, gets better at this core value principle of speaking life. People need what you have. People need the conversation that you can have with them. So don't withhold it. Don't keep it in your pocket. Don't keep it in your mind. Instead, speak life. Thanks for being with us. This again is Ross Gelseth, and it's been my pleasure to share a core value of speaking life today with you. You can go back and look at our other podcasts at jelsethassociates.com. Thanks for listening in. Have a great week ahead. God's very best to you.